This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT 2. Oh, preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review anything, but but also AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Havlin Zidrich to look ahead to tonight. Uh, we missed last week, Sid. What did we miss? Not much. Uh, Rick Steiner got kidnapped by <laughs> <laughs> Rick Steiner got kidnapped by Joe Gacy, who is the real quiz and not Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty deadly were revealed. Not Scottish. Were were revealed to be um, behind the uh, recent attacks on the Creed brothers. Pretty late. And. Uh, Tony D'Angelo's mate completely forgot his lines. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd chanted boring at him. Indeed, the crowd all night, in my opinion, seemed to be a little bit miffed mm. that their sort of entitled cult mentality sort of wasn't rewarded because they actually had the developmental prospects perform in front of a decent-sized, better-than-expected arena crowd, which is only going to make them better, which is only going to make the show in turn that you get to watch 51 weeks out of 52 better, Boo, boo, <laughs> boo, all the stars that have been built and that we quite like before because I'm in a pissy mood, boo. My favourite bit of that as well is, even if you were a real, like, you go to the, the 2.0 tapings, uh, they're like invite only or whatever they are, and then you go, you know what, no, I'm going to splash out, I'm going to travel to Dallas, Texas, uh, to full NXT stand and deliver to watch the show. And then you go home and you go, I just put uh, Rush to WrestleMania on. Oh, and there's the NXT championship, <laughs> Uh, it's been a mad w- few weeks, basically, for this brand, hasn't it? I mean, we've had, obviously, the stuff with, with uh, MSK and the, the men's tag team titles and also the flip-flopping of the, the women's tag titles and half the flipping roster moving up to, to SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, it's it shouldn't be. I mean, you can miss a week and it feels unrecognisable, but it shouldn't be unrecognisable to this scale off the back of a couple of weeks. No, 
Oh, only in WWE, basically. In no other like weekly episodic show could such seismic changes occur. And again, like the MSK stuff, kind of has to be held separate. But it just yes. the the lack of any tag champions just feels like it kind of lends itself to the, the chaos at the moment. It it shouldn't be that there's all of a sudden mass change on the roster. There's ridiculous developments featuring things that weren't even things two weeks ago. Joe Gacy and Bron Breaker thing with Rick Steiner just being an example of it. They even when NXT and we've given credit to this before because we enjoy taking the piss out of the show. NXT somehow kind of abides by the rules of basic wrestling storytelling more so than Raw SmackDown. And yet, when push comes to shove, it's just the same old shit. It can just easily be messed around with. They can just make things up on the fly. They can pretty much do whatever they want. And the roster changes. Raquel Gonzalez won and lost titles in a week and then changed her name. In a seven-day period, Like these are not the actions of characters that you're supposed to follow through episode by episode. It's why we take the piss out of it all the time. Like, yeah, you will be punished for taking it seriously, so find the fun in it instead. How was it last week? Well, I just, I hate it, man. Rubbish. It was fun to watch. People forget the lines. So bad it's good wrestling. Yeah. Um, again, like, a lot of people going, yeah, Bron Breaker versus Gunther was a banger. No, it wasn't watching any of the uh, Walter match, and it just isn't. So I get annoyed by people's perception of it, and at the same time, hardly anyone's watching because it's rubbish and it's got any buzz. It's just, it's a chore every single week. Murray's take was interesting. We were talking about this yesterday with Andy Murray. And it was interesting listening to him outside of this stupid bubble. We, the three of us encased ourselves in every Tuesday afternoon to preview this show. He wasn't coming at it from that angle. He was like, right, okay. It's like a, a two-hour wrestling show. I best see what's going on. What am I watching? <laughs> what, what is this? What's the purpose of this match? Who is this character? What can they possibly do? He didn't come at it from what we've realized is the only real way to come at this show at this point is to just laugh at the absurdity or try and find the silliness. Because if you just watch it as a wrestling show, it becomes impossible. It was surreal, wasn't it, at Stand and Deliver, though, to be sat next to someone who is a, a day one when it comes to NXT. But, oh. Greatly. Um, and not the only one no. in the building, certainly not in the section. And this is the thing, right? Like, wherever you started watching wrestling, you started somewhere. So if, like, you're going to love the first thing you see or the thing that has hooked you to it in the first place, to be around somebody, and it was like a, a child that was in front of us with her parents that had specifically wanted to come and see 2.0 had made signs for these wrestlers and all this sort of thing. Two great signs. Yeah, and then... It revealed itself. The problem of that revealed itself in she liked Cora Jade and Cameron Grimes and Tony D'Angelo, of all people. Great taste. And then it cut to the competition <laughs> of who's got the biggest dick. Between, oh, yeah, that was awkward. Like, the Dexter Loomis thing with Indy Hartwell and all that sort That's of stuff. That's still going on? Like, count out or something last week. Uh, Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson had the most sinfully boring match I've ever seen <laughs> in the entire life. Wait, whoa, Dexter Gaylord Loomis? Were you talking about the same person? Which ended when um, they were doing like a tug of war over the men. And they got counted out. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> no, I can only they, imagine. They were like what? clutching onto the man, like he's my man. Oh, he's my man. I can't do accents. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just so obsessed with the men and their cocks, and when they were going to get drilled by the men's cocks, that they didn't think they were just bloody right in their bloody way. Yeah, holding them back. <laughs> It was just so surreal, though, that, that little girl, as you said, who just said she'd started watching when it became 2.0. And then the funny thing was, when we were leaving, lovely elderly couple came up to us and asked us for a photo. And I was like, 
your 2.0. <laughs> There's the demo. Get that. 100% get that. Uh, but let's start by looking ahead to tonight's show and talking about my new best friend, Karen Grant, baby, to the moon. North American champion. My God, does it feel good to say that? And I'm also getting in because he might lose it tonight, Sige. He faces Solo Sikoa. Yes, he does. Um, minimal, not particularly great build, just a baby face, baby face promo. I want to fight you for that belt. Okay, I'll fight anyone for this belt. And then, then, then I had a little handshake, and I was like, it's so dry. It is so unbelievable. Crowd weren't dry. a fan, though, were they, you saying? No, they all turned on. Well, half of them turned on Cameron Grimes. Ridiculous. Half of them awarded him with chance of you deserve it because they've liked him for three years, and then suddenly, wrestling somewhere else. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have that. Cannot have that. Uh, yeah, this match should be... Okay, I think we've all arrived at the conclusion that Sulisakoa is one of the few proper green guys with one single match on his cage list, uh, cage match listing, who's actually got something, mm-hmm. the raw materials. Uh, so, again, it's like, I want to watch a young emerging wrestler to a certain degree. And again, I'm going to invoke the comparison. It was really rewarding watching Jungle Boy start, be explicitly told, he's one to watch for and then get shown by Jungle Boy's performances. Yes, he is. And then for him to become world tag team champion and to work great matches, it's all been very, like, mm-hmm. get on the ground floor. This is w- why you do it. Jungle Boy already worked, like, loads of PWG. He was still green when he started, but he was the right kind of green where it's like, oh, it's going to be so fun watching him put this all together. I don't get that with NXT. It's, they're, they're too green. <laughs> no, <laughs> bananas at the supermarket, and you're like, well, it's going to be weeks so I can eat those, basically. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's watching Rampage on Friday at all. The Solar Sokoa-esque rise of Wheeler Utah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming up, is it? Yeah, I, I feel much the same. These match, and it's mainly on length rather than quality and truth, because they're all agented the same way. It's just the agent... My wife has that same problem. Oh, God. It's the, it's the sexy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's gag stuff everywhere. If it goes seven minutes... It's agent in a seven-minute match. If it goes 15, it's agent in a 15 <laughs> minutes match. Do you just admit it to like, oh, I've got a pretty big car, but I don't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I wasn't sure how I was smugging myself off, but I was knew it was getting somewhere around that. I couldn't remember. I couldn't work out whether it was okay, a tiny car, but the last stages, I don't have a, a big car. I don't know, it's very long. <laughs> but either way, one way or another, regardless, I've got it. Oh. <laughs> it's good to be back, baby. My rest analysis is redundant, <laughs> like we will all be made if anyone ever listens to this. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else? Probably your knob? You think you Anything else about your knob? Uh, not, not for now. Look <laughs> 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 cycling through. And even if they tell us we can't. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, Cameron Grimes retains. I don't care. Yes, because of something later in one of the games. Oh, oh, okay. Don't want to get it off to a decent start. Nice, respectful lag. Title defense. I love the fact every week you say, I can't do accents, but I'm still going to attempt them. I can do Southern American yeah. well, hick accents. Before when you said Solos are going, I'm going to challenge you for a belt. Solos are going riding in on a, like a horse. That's only what I can do. It's only what I can do. <laughs> uh, Cameron Ground is going to have some dignity <laughs> to that championship. Now, old man Trampers. On, uh, go around the back of the woodshed. I'm going to maintain his honor. That chair don't rock no more. <laughs> That'd be great if they had no rocking chair just there. <laughs> Stop rocking, because he left. Oh, man, Jambo got him. 
Ruffled off his mortal coil. Nobody here to sweep them leaves up no more. <laughs> He's uh somewhere else with Ezekiel now. <laughs> anyway, it's not the only title stuff going on tonight, of course. We have the Agent uh, Damien Priest, give me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> that blue lash. <laughs> um We've got obviously uh, developments with the NXT tag team titles, with the uh, developments with, with Nash Carter and therefore MSK. So they are now vacant. And we have a gauntlet tonight, pamphlet. Uh, it is, I'm so annoyed that the grizzled young veterans aren't in this, but I'm not so, I shouldn't be surprised, as Sidge told me today. The pivots on this podcast, man. Hey, me knob! <laughs> Why can't you respect the great wrestlers, the grizzled young veterans? It's so good, though. Anyway. Pretty deadly, the newest arrivals, as Sidge mentioned, on NXT. Uh, the Creed Brothers, Legado del Fantasma, Grayson Waller and Sanger. I felt certain Grayson Waller with that arm injury was going to be out for quite some time. And Brogs and Bloody Johnson. I've got a feeling they might go pretty deadly, you know. They've had the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Apparently that's a thing. Like, I could, it could be made up. But apparently, like, yeah, they had the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. They've brought them over to this brand and in, in WWE's mind or the people there's mind Shawn Michaels is still on this top table at NXT and he kind of watches well he keeps one eye on NXT UK and he reckons like that obviously they were good enough to bring over in the first place and I reckon they might just go with it this division is going to look no better or worse with them as champions mm-hmm. uh, it's going to make them feel immediately on the same level as these other Complete losers in this tag division. And the Creed brothers, they didn't go with them twice. They didn't go with them in the Dusty Cup. They didn't go with them at Stand and Deliver. So they're doing the NXT thing where they're, they're like, in their minds, it's like people are just falling in love with the Creed brothers so much. And over the summer when they finally get the big win, the crowd are going to go mild. They're not. The crowd don't care. The crowd but are going to go mild. They are going to go mild, yeah. I don't think they care as much. Like, speaking as a member of that crowd, I don't think we care as much as the Creed Brothers as we once did. I did like that cannonball, enough. though. That cannonball. Cannonball! Like the trust fall where he just punched his knees up. Yeah. Aye. Pretty deadly, I think. It's quite hard to book around pretty deadly because they are the heels have been attacking the guys that they've baby-faced by sort of attacking them in secret and destroying their dress room and all the rest of it. If this is their debut, they've obviously wanted them to come in as quite big deals. I know it's hard to think that, oh, the NXT UK Tag Team Champions are coming on NXT 2.0 is big deals, but, like, it's ridiculous. It's preposterous, but this is what they think. I read the tweets in response to the, you know, I was watching the clip earlier of their attack, and there wasn't many people going, oh, my God, it's the NXT UK Tag Team Champion. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of who gifts. No offense to them, of course. Yeah, and it's, like, it's one of those things where we can take the piss, but, like, they earnestly want to book this act. It's somewhat of a big deal. They've given them a big push. They've given them, like, a proper, well-thought-out storyline, et cetera, et cetera. Because they're heels, they can't do the... Well, NXT can't because they're idiots with the war game psychology and all the rest of it, but they can't, you would think, have them do the Iron Man stint of, our, oh, you know... They are ones to look out for in the long term. Look at the spirit they showed in this defeat. And, you know, if they can just learn the lessons from it, they can win in the future. They're heels. They can't do this. So they might just go for the um, for the instant title win. If you look at the way that Vince McMahon treats these sorts of situations, when he, he likes to compensate big time, sometimes overcompensate, like when uh, Roman got the Rona, um, on the eve of day one, mm-hmm. like brought, they completely reshuffled the creative uh, plans for WrestleMania, knowing that they had to sort of, that was considered such a massive deal that they had to do something equally as big 
to compensate for the fact that they didn't get their big main event. That shifted something in the region of like 4,000 additional tickets to the arena. So using that internal WWE philosophy to this match, they're probably thinking, right, okay, well, we're kind of buggered because of external factors that we, over which we have no control. So let's go big on the replacements mm-hmm. and push a new act to the moon and make people think they're a big deal. So I expect pretty deadly. On, on that note, if not pretty deadly, might they just... Two lads from London. Imp- <laughs> import somebody from the main roster to win the belts, based on that logic entirely. Like, former NXT chat, they consider the belts all one the same, even if there was a clear divide in the 2.0. I don't know. The Street Profits aren't up to much at the moment. Like, they just port a team off Raw SmackDown, like they did when you had Riddle hanging out with MSK, mm. or when um, the Mysterios popped up a few mm-hmm. weeks ago on... 2.0 for no reason. Just a main roster tag team win the belts and then like Dolph Ziggler has literally just done. Yes, exactly. A main roster act just come and win the belts and then they put a new tag team over. Could do the dirty dogs. The dirty the dogs. Fans, the fans Ooh. the fans do want Ziggler. Yeah. Imagine there's one off the NXT triple crown if he's been there a month. It's all great suggestions. <laughs> but Sige, what are you always saying? Well, what are you always comparing WWE to on these podcasts? All I can think of is a lump of human a- shit. AW. As in, a- as in, sorry, yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Professionalist podcast. Uh, AEW. You always compare it to AEW, right? Yeah, it's just a very helpful... Yeah, wish that they would take more notes from AEW. And That's what you have to Yeah, but they, this time they are going to. So they're going to take the notes from the worst part of AEW. Briggs and uh, Johnson are going to win the belts and jeers on them. So... <laughs> but that, that would be... Okay, so to arrive at that bit... You would be suggesting, Adam Wilborn, yes. that NXT 2.0 is so internally sexist and misogynistic that lifelong virgin, Brooks Jensen, <laughs> by virtue of winning gold, will attract some Ed, um, just drawn in by gold and success <laughs> and, and the newly acquired wealth and status of being a champion, thus allowing Brooks Jensen to get his hole Oh, I was, I was just thinking he was going to get so excited. He just, it was just going to happen. Come on the bell. <laughs> oh, so I was going to do this. Oh, dickhead. I was doing this long-winded bit about Sorry. how, in fact, NXT 2.0 is internally misogynistic yes. and internally sexist and that they would definitely go this route and have poor, I don't know, who would like gold? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm scared to answer. I was, I was trying to implicate you as well. Gold digger, sexist. A gold digger. <laughs> but yes, so he's just gonna, uh, he's just gonna, he's just gonna have a she's wet on dream on it. He's, he's just gonna, oh god damn it! Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Now, Sige, what's going on with the uh, whole toxic attraction lot? Because they lost the tag belts at Stand and Deliver, then they won them back. Now, obviously, uh, Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel Rodriguez on uh, SmackDown. And you've got Wendy Chu. We've got Where's Wendy to play a little bit later on. But also Dakota Kai now finally seems to be getting some singles push to, to target Mandy Rose tonight. Am I right in thinking that's where we are? Yeah. Anything to add? You've <laughs> <laughs> covered everything. Uh, well, how do you see it playing out <laughs> let now? Me get, let me get up to speed here. <laughs> how do you see it playing out tonight? With Because with, uh, we've campaigned for a, quite a while that Dakota Kai, I mean, it was on the previous NXT, deserved, deserved more, well, certainly more titles. Can't recall um, making a placard. <laughs> But yeah, what do you reckon? What do you reckon is going to happen with with her and Toxic Traction, and particularly Mandy Rose going forward? Don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to pop up at this point. My <laughs> son's back in the podcast with stupid, obnoxious faces. <laughs> Look, I can't possibly invest in this Dakota Kai character. Like she's going to be like around the around the twist now that Raquel's left her for a second time. Does this make her none more crazy? Unhinged, potentially targeting Mandy Rose. Was it? Look, I've got something for dude. Where's my tits later? Was her craziness not cured? Yes. Like so she's still she acting the loon uh, when she was in backstage segments with them. Uh, uh, yes, that's just. She's still doing the, the jittery stuff. Was Cora Jade on the show last week? No. Mm. There we go. Actually, she, was she? Maybe. She, what it was, why I asked that is because she didn't take the pin. It felt notable that she didn't take the pin in the four-way. Who did Kaylee Ray? Aye. Yes. Um, no, Io Shirai. Wow. I thought Mandy Rose got rid of Io Shirai to pin Oh, yeah, Kaylee yeah, Ray. to pin Kaylee Ray. That's right, sorry. Right, priority. So, yeah, Cora Jade was the one that was kept out of that entirely, presumably because I think they genuinely think that she's going to get the big singles win in the summer. Dakota Kai, yes, but not for any... Not for anything that was supposed to hope for a title change. Right? Like it's going to be one, for one of them specials, those TV specials, that they want to sell you on a title change that you know in a million years you would never buy. Yeah, it feels like they're, they're doing sort of interim challenges yeah. now, doesn't it? Joe Gacy and, and potentially, I feel such a shot. Just to get Dakota Kai on the main roster, really, and just let it be Dakota uh, Kai of old because... Let's get her AEW. 
Or, or that, yeah, either yeah, or. Yeah, both good. Uh, let's talk about the, the men's world title picture, because obviously, as you mentioned, we had we had Bron Breaker defending against Gunther last week before he uh, headed off to the main roster. Yeah. And now Rick Steiner has been kidnapped by Joe Gacy. Yeah, I mean, that's a, like he once barked like a dog and was nicknamed the dog first gremlin, so they put him in a cage. That, that's what's happened. It's not the use of the Steiners I would have imagined. <laughs> while they were slightly differently. While they were, you know, I was thinking Frankenstein or Bobby Roode, maybe. We're Rick Steiner in a cage. Same, same. I, I kind of want to watch Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker's great, right? Because for all of this, like, we can be a bit flippant when you, I mean, I say when you earnestly ask us questions. Like, you, you went in hot with knob gags. So the earnest stuff this week. You I kinda, missed out about a week off. Yeah. Like, Bron, earnestly. I enjoy thinking of things for Bron Breaker to do because I like the Bron Breaker character and I like more of his matches than I don't. Even now they are getting a little bit drier the longer he's being forced to go. The, the good stuff is still good. So I kind of want to watch Bron Breaker in Horrorland like I, as a build-up to Bron Breaker absolutely decimating Joe Gacy. I, I want both of those things. I want Bron Breaker, I think, to even find a makeshift tag partner for that inevitable tag match to build up to those matches too. So I, like... Yes, Rick Steiner is in a cage, but I want to see Bron Breaker spear these two to get his revenge and to save his dad. Lost within the Bruce Pritchard hates liberals persona of <laughs> Joe Gacy is the fact that the guy's like is like a really good worker. Yeah. He's yeah. had like um, considerable experience on the independent scene. He is low key another guy on that roster who can theoretically through his experience and his ability to work matches etc etc like get the best out of Bron Breaker their version of that means guide him through a match that isn't necessarily flattering to his particular style but that is what it is. It won't be trapped in the gimmick on the night as well. The match like Joe Gacy won't be trapped by those ridiculous I don't see monologues in his last match and stuff like that I don't think that's going to happen in the Bron Breaker one is it he'll probably just get to be the, the wrestler that exists under that stupid suit that he wears. It hopes so. Mm. It hopes so. It's one of those where they probably say it themselves, oh, look, there's a load of bollocks this. <laughs> Bron Breaker's more important than your acting, so yeah. just do the job. Mm. Do the job, mate. So just explain to me how they presented it last week. Did they just say, oh, here's a quick word from Joe Gacy, and he went, here he is in a cage. They did this <laughs> show-long hook involving Joe Gacy where like he was cutting promos and like saying a load of his usual sort of coded nonsense. And he said something to the effect of family. He, he dropped the line in family during like one of these two or three uh, pre-tapes. And then it all made sense in the end. He said, goddamn kidnapped Rick Steiner. It was like earlier in the night, Break had came out, got booed by half the audience with his exposition dump. Gunther came out. Let's do a match for later tonight. Breaker beats Gunther. And then it just go, go to the Tron. Uh, what the hell's this? That's Rick Joseph. <laughs> and then it's uh, we could hear him from across the arena. <laughs> Rick Steiner sweating like um, it's the name of the uh, it's the new name of Broder's Clay, Tyrus. Yeah, no, you know, whenever you see him work in the interview, <laughs> <way, laughs> like, oh, oh, oh my god, that's a fucking hard work. This flash when he goes to his knees. Yeah, he's like, oh, bloody hell, that's a hard work. This, oh Jesus Christ. Um, that's what Rick Steiner looked like. He's like, oh, gee, uh, good work, son. I say I'm proud of you. And the implication is he's been getting beat up by uh, Harland and Joe Gacy, rattling in his cage, and Joe Gacy was like, mm. you know, these stupid, like, smiley, creepy face that all of, all of us people who, like, 
lean left politically. Yeah. You know, you know the, <laughs> yeah. you know the right. expression that we all have on our face. Yeah. All leftists, you know, you do that like face where it's like, I'm incredibly smug. Like that left wing <laughs> president that put people in cages. Yeah. yeah Just yeah, like yeah, that yeah, left wing yeah. president. Yeah. 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 And that was that. Thanks <laughs> for the recap. Looking forward to seeing how that up tonight. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we get on to the games? Because, yes, we are going to talk a little bit about Donny D'Angelo, but that feels more of a predictor mm-hmm. section. Yeah, um, it, feel, it does feel like a gimmick. Um, <laughs> so, starting off, uh, let's start with you, Michael Sidgwick. Where's Wendy this week? Wendy Chu, obviously, aided in the, the title win and then was was involved in the title loss last week with Toxic Attraction. Where's Wendy this week? Well, she was thwarted mm. in her attempts to interfere as a babyface. And yet again, I, I will mention this, they are trying to do the orange casting, literally the gimmick. She's got the fresh orange juice. Has she? Didn't she have fresh orange juice? She had a drink, didn't she? She had some sort of... Yeah, she's got like a big gulp sort of thing, isn't she? Yeah. Which I do. Cassidy used to use <laughs> fresh oranges mist on the indies. Mm. She was obviously very sleepy. Um, and now they're trying to do the whole... Oh, it's charming when this baby face interferes like they do with Orange Cassidy. Um, so we know that she likes to sleep. Um, I think, right, but she, she was thwarted by toxic attraction last week, right? And I think it's time this week for her to do the thwarting. Mm. And it's going to be a, a dude wears my tits component Ooh. to this as well. Because what's going to happen is that Toxic Attraction are going to do a celebratory photo shoot. You know, when you, whenever they win the titles, the problem is they're not just any old uh, women. They're sexy. <laughs> they're going to have a boudoir lingerie nightwear. <laughs> Will Bones. <laughs> Greatly <laughs> interested in this. His eyes have lit up by this scenario. of literally my uh, Malik Blaine Idris and Ofe there. Excuse me? So they're going to have a title photo shoot as is customary. And, you know, they usually get sort of, the, they, they like to play with this sort of thing in WWE now where like sort of they get attacked during the photo shoot. But it's toxic attraction, like lingerie, night, nighties. Stop it. And they're going to be like getting ready for the photo shoot. And they're going to peel back the satin sheets. And Wendy Chu is going to be like <laughs> asleep. <laughs> And then she's going to pop up and start kicking ass or something. I love it. I like that. Why do you like it? Just uh, you like babyface revenge. Yes. Yeah. My, mine is also a dude wears my tits related photo shoot. Should explain what dude if people are listening for the first time following NXT standard liver. NXT two point is a horrendously sexist show in which the women are treated as cock obsessed objects and eye candy. See Persia Parotta and Indy Hartwell. Indeed. And Toxic Attraction are the mean girls who have uh, marketable bodies, shall we say. And NXT literally films certain female acts in their breasts from the Andre angle to <laughs> emphasize that they do, in fact, have that big racks. Did happen. And um, the cameraman, when Toxic Attraction makes their entrance, is... Uh, we're coming to you live from Cleavage Muck, whatever, <laughs> because they don't care where the, the arena doesn't exist. What exists is their tits. So it's all about tits. Yeah. Perfectly summed up. They're always by a pool, aren't they? Toxic attraction. Like oh. Mandy Rose, especially in her spare time. You know, when they Love were. Love a swim. Remember when they were all texting each other about how excited they were about the show? Like, oh, it's like. Happy Tony Vengeance Day, bitches. There's Tony D been texting you. I'll tell you what the D stands for. Dick! She meant his gag. <laughs> So they're going to be doing a photo shoot by the pool with their championship belts, and then there's going to be some bubbles. And I'm going, "Have oh, you got gas? You got gas?" Fart joke. No. Oh, good. No. When you choose to sleep at the bottom of the pool, snorting <laughs> bubbles <laughs> rising over the top. <laughs> <laughs> and then they look down. Oh, no, it's when you choose like a Jaws moment where like she wakes up, swims up to get them, and they have to run out of the pool. 
I like that. I just had. Do uh, you? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> What's your idea? <laughs> I had uh, Mandy Rose. Dakota Kai's looking all over for her. And where is she? Bloody tanning studio, isn't she? Because that's all she cares about. Opens up one of the tanning beds. Wendy's sleeping in a tanning bed. <laughs> that's good. Uh, like that. And we've we done both your dude wears my tits now, haven't we? Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So have you done that? Uh, <laughs> have you done that uh, document transfer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do this afternoon. Obviously, I was busy this morning. Have you done that um, invoice for me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I've done that. Um, here's just you know, here's the copy of the email thread and all the rest of it. Have you done dude wears my tits? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've done dude wears my tits. Dad, what did you do at work today? Just talked about the wrestling, son. <laughs> More of the wrestling. Uh, Always the same. I've, I've changed it up a bit. And I've said, why don't we? Why don't we objectify the men for once, hey guys? <laughs> so I'm going to have pretty deadly. I don't really know a great deal about pretty deadly, but the, their title suggests that they're sexy gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So I think as they make their entrance, I want a, a lady to swoon on the front row. That's what I want. I want. To, I want a swooning tonight. How have you started that with? You know what? I'm going to turn this. <laughs> I'm going to turn this on its head. <laughs> Woman swoons. <laughs> it's the fifties. I'm going to turn after, this on its head. I might let her go to work and vote. I'm going to turn week. this on the head. Don't want to object to any women. What we're going to do instead <laughs> is uh, depict the woman um, whose fanny literally melts at the sight of Pretty Deadly, and she no longer has the oxygen in her airhead to stand up straight because she's so overawed by the abs and the, and the bone structures <laughs> of these new of these new super hunks, and she's <laughs> literally so wet that she can't stand up straight. Well, Bon, why have you come into this podcast wearing the uh, hanky around your head doing the go-getting muscle pose? <laughs> Finally, Tony D'Angelo, <laughs> predictor, what you got for this? I think he's going to... What is next for him, yeah? Well, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, the dream... The Adam Wilborn derby, let's be honest. Um, just so I can say, to the moon... And then does that stuff about moon and your eye and your big pizza pie and stuff like that. Because I'll be honest. You did a bit of an accent then. Because I'll be honest, I'm feeling pretty low energy about Tony D'Angelo still. Like, it's, I'm needing, I'm not, what I keep needing from Tony D'Angelo is a good match that never happens. Like, Tommaso Ciampa's legitimately impressive carry job notwithstanding. They're just not, these good matches aren't happening. So as much as I want to enjoy the character for you, I'm, not massively enjoying it myself. Cedric did show us the guy flubbing his lines last week, and that was oh, as funny as it was awkward. Uh, I thought Tony had a good match with Tommaso Ciampa. It, it was this right. might inspire a predictor. There was after that absolute wreck, farce of a segment. They decided to leave the building, um, upon which they encountered Legado del Fantasma, and. Uh, Santos Escobar said, you know, respect your status as a don, but let's just say that you keep your business out of my business and I'll keep my business out of your business. So Ooh. potential between Santos Escobar and Tony D'Angelo. I like that. Yeah. Is that your predictor for this week? That's no, just a recap of what happened okay. last week. <laughs> I don't have one. Okay. We'll Sam, we'll are they going to put um, Tony's mate in the boot of their car? Oh, they're big, they're big in uh, the car park guys, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, I did absolutely nail the predictor last week. Yeah, you did say, yeah, the, the blood and all that. Yeah, fair play. Uh, I've written so a, I'm retired from the waste management business. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, written a, a short thing. Feel free to use this if you want, WWE, um, for Tony tonight. He's going to say, uh, 
I am a made man here in NXT 2. Uh, complete with my very own underboss, which is the guy we met last week. He, he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I'll be honest. I wrote that before you showed me the clip. <laughs> he says, uh, but I, uh, they see that pretender, huh? Joe Gacy, trying to muscle in on my toy huh? by giving Rick Steiner <laughs> toy toy by giving Rick Steiner some cement shoes, huh? Now, uh, Gacy, I see, uh, you see you got that, uh, big stiff heartland, huh? But let me tell you something right now, okay? He's gonna punch in really close on his face. If you get involved in my business, in my goddamn territory, okay, you are gonna end up sleeping with the fishes. You cuck, schmuck, Forget about <laughs> it! <laughs> Three words that rhyme. He's going nowhere with that. He's going absolutely nowhere. I was just circling the drain. I was like, there we go. What rhymes with schmuck? Good network, lads. Let us know your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> watch, watch your hands of another NXT team. Me punching the card. Another successful day at work. Let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT team. Tonight on Twitter, at <sighs> WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch there, you can follow... All three was you by Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilmore. <laughs> follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, the raw review is available right now. And our review of this show will be in your feed tomorrow if you subscribe as soon as it is released. It's good to be back, lads. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.